today. Hi. Hi. Should I get Irish coffee? Oh, yes. Let's do that. Do we want to go make Irish coffee real quick? Yeah, let me do the intro real fast. Okay. okay. Uh, so welcome to your Friday. You are listening to Crooked News, where we bring you crazy news, hilarious history, and the occasional listener story, which has only happened once, but it's fine. <laughs> which has only happened yeah, once. <laughs> but it's fine. We still love you. Yeah. So send us stuff for the listener stories, guys. Yeah, send us so. things. Send us your shit. Yeah. So we can read it. Yes. Anything you've sent to any other podcast, send it here because you know what? We're really tiny and we'll probably read it. Yeah. <laughs> we I, will read it. I can't believe it's 1030 and we're already recording a Crooked News. I'm, I'm so proud. proud. So let's make coffee. Okay, yeah, bye. Let's make we'll Irish right coffee. Back. All right. You okay. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yay. I'm so, s- I feel so much better now. Me too. So are you so excited about what I have for you I'm so today? excited. I'm always excited. I'm always excited. Awesome. Well, I've got two articles for you. Because one of them... Because I have one for you, as awesome. always. <laughs> <laughs> My, um, both of mine are just a little bit longer than normal, so we're going to pretend it's three, like normal. Oh, okay. Um, oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would get to bed on tame. <laughs> it's vain. Oh, they're not super long. Why do they're I just... turn northern when I'm drunk? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to point this out. My Kentucky accent, my regional Kentucky accent only comes out when I'm around people who have it, as you <laughs> probably experienced at Keita's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I sound like at work, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> because, oh, motherfucker. Oh, my goodness. Here. I need a towel. Get a dish towel out of the kitchen. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I'm sure, it's fine. I'll use my IKEA towel. <laughs> oh my god! I've got to go back there. I need new pillows. I need new bed stuff. All right. And freezer containers. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. My accent. You heard yeah. it. Yeah. I'm try- I've tried to replicate it without being around someone who sounds like that. Mm-hmm. And I just can't. Because you don't really have an accent, which is cool. I, I don't. No. Yeah. Because my-, my dad is from Indiana. Middle Indiana. Uh-huh. Kind of northern. If we count Indianapolis as mid-state. Yeah. Northern. Um, middle cornfield. That is where <laughs> middle my, cornfield. That is where my father is from. <laughs> and then my mom is from the deep south. <laughs> Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. So I have a weird hybrid accent when it's just like you and me talking because you don't have much of an accent either. Yeah. But like when I'm at work, oh, my God, it's bad. Yeah, um, I I didn't think I had an accent. Like, I don't think I have Mother an accent. Fucking hell! It's are you, just everywhere. Are you it's too fine. drunk? No, <laughs> it's fine. It it got on the towel. Oh, it's just everywhere. Just talk, and I'll drink this. I didn't think that I had an accent. Um, and then like I heard myself on a video one time, and I was like, oh shit! <laughs> and. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. Because <laughs> I heard it one time and it was bad. I'm just an accent sponge. Whoever's talking around me, that's what I emulate. Me too. Because like my aunt lived in Wisconsin. And right, when I yeah. would spend time with her, like I would go up there and I would come back sounding like a northerner. Yeah. And um, and then like, I guess I just, I got into college and I kind of lost it. Because mm. I used to be real deeply Southern. It used to be real bad. Like, oh, really? Uh, like the guy I'm seeing right now, he makes he made fun of me. He was like, "Oh, I, I said something about accents," and he's like, "Oh, so like yours extremely thick?" And he was like, "I'm just kidding. Only some words are." <laughs> and um, you should hear my husband. <laughs> yeah, it's thick, yeah. but and I'm super hot. 
But I'm going to be <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't notice accents unless I'm like outside of my normal context because I'm just so used to everyone's accent around here. You should I move do. out here and see what happens. Okay. There's a lot of toothless people that you they speak and you and it sounds like dar 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 and I'm like what? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> actually gizla because he's norwegian he has a really hard time like uh my dad travels a lot and uh-huh. he has told me that many people have told him that the two most difficult english speaking accents to understand is scottish mm-hmm. and southern american so gizla talks to our customers here and he's like i don't know what she said oh no uh, I don't know what address she's saying. You're going to have to call them and, and ask oh my again. God. And so what I do is I say, hey, it looks like we've made a spelling error. Can you can you just spell it all for me? Mm. Smart. Because then smart. I do that shit too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> can you just spell your, your street name for us real quick? Yeah. I just want to make sure we got it right. <laughs> um. I... Oh, what what was I gonna say? Shit, I lost it. Um, it's fine. You can just start your t- your stuff. Okay, <laughs> I lost it. It's, it's fine. This it's was fine. all useless. <laughs> <laughs> so hi guys, we're drunk. Yeah. So I have a BuzzFeed article for you, and I have a Fox News article for you. Oh, Which Lord. one do you want me to start with? Start with BuzzFeed. Okay. No, well maybe we should get the worst out of the way first. Yeah. Well, it yeah. Start with Fox. All right. So this is by Ryan Gatos. Okay. Which is ironic that he wrote for Fox News. Mm -hmm, Um, (laughs) He doesn't sound white. (laughs) So the title of this article is... We're not being racist, by the way. We all know how conservatively white Fox News is. Oh, yeah. By the way, I don't want to be tarred and feathered in the streets. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The the internet streets. Goodness. Mm -hmm. Um... So, New Jersey family terrorized by the watcher. Oh, fuck. That opens sounds terrifying. up about creepy ordeal. What? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited right There's now. a BuzzFeed. I'm so happy. Un- yeah. This is delicious. And I'm yes. so happy. <laughs> there is a BuzzFeed unsolved episode on the watcher. <laughs> and I started. I'm not cut up. Don't tell me. Well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say. But I started watching it the other day before I went into work for one of my last shifts. And I was like, I'm in love and I need to know the story. This sounds like that fucking movie that scared the shit out of me as a child. Well, this is real. The Watcher in the Woods? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I'm sure it's in the fucking family fun section at Family Video, which is bullshit. Because that movie scared the ever-loving shit out of me. I know exactly what you're talking about. They played it. In school when I was in seventh grade and I was like hiding under the table because it was so fucking scary. Oh my god. Um, this, this poor girl was trapped in a mirror. Oh. That's oh awful. my god. And then like they would go out in the woods and she would be like help. Oh my oh. god it was awful. It was so scary and there was this mean old lady and it was just awful. It was so awful. Maybe I should watch it as an adult but. They did a remake of it with um, the lady who plays Professor McGonagall. With Maggie Smith? Yeah, Maggie Smith, yeah. I love Maggie Smith. They did that in, like, 2017, I think. That sounds familiar. I should rewatch the original, though. I'm sure it'll be, like, when I rewatched Hocus Pocus as an adult and realized how spectacular it was. I need to watch that. The Um, day after I watched Hocus Pocus as a child, I I heard a voice next to my bed. Oh, yikes. It was great. Oh, my old house was haunted as fuck. It's fine. My, <laughs> uh, I was trying to show my mom the episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved with Loey, and I was showing her the spirit Why? box. Well, because she likes that kind of stuff normally. Oh, okay. And like I was showing her the spirit box session, and she was like, well, I just think they're all full of it. And I'm like... It's her fear response. I'm like, Karen, you've told me that you heard God knocking on your door in the middle of the night. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> 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 all right tell me everything okay. tell me this whole story <laughs> so uh, uh the watcher ugly uh the watcher was a stalker in 2017 <gasps> oh my god <gasps> caitlin who sent letters to this 
these people's home. <gasps> oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah. This is horrifying. Yes, it is the scariest story I've ever heard oh! in my fucking life. Spooky. Um, yes. Spooky, spooky. You wanted spooky. Spooky, spooky, spooky. So here happy we go. Halloween. Yes. Happy Halloween, spooky guys. Spooky Halloween. <laughs> All right. So a New Jersey family terrorized for years by a mysterious figure only known as the Watcher shared new details of the harrowing ordeal in an interview published Thursday or Tuesday. Like recently? This Is article This article was published on November 20 or on November 14th of last year. Oh, okay. So, like, so this is, this is very recent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this oh, is a very recent thing. It's not thing. as recent as the stuff you usually do, but yeah, no. like, this is, this is super recent. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Yeah. The Watcher. God, that's menacing. Oh, it, listen, it gets so oh. bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, when, uh, when Derek and Maria Broadus bought their home in Westfield in 2014, they fulfilled a lifelong dream. It was their dream home. It was beautiful. Oh. It was everything that this woman had ever wanted. She, um, oh, she had that's lived what in. We're all striving for. <laughs> yeah, she had lived in this town when she was younger. Like growing up, she lived in this town and she'd driven by this house all the time. And she's like, "I really want this house." Yes. And it, it was her dream home, and they finally bought it. Super can relate. Soups relating. But soon after closing. It became a nightmare as the family began getting letters from the Watcher, a shadowy figure who cryptically referred to secrets hidden in the house, according to the cut. Oh my god, I feel like I have heard of this. Just a touch of it. You probably have because it was it was it became a big deal in twenty seventeen because Zarek and Maria sued the previous owners of the home because they had also gotten a letter and hadn't warned them. Yes. This sounds super familiar. Yeah. Okay. Because you know how I feel about stalker stories. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They're so scary and intriguing. So. Oh, my God. The Watcher also appeared to threaten the Broadus' three children by oh, name. No. He basically referred to them as blood bags. What? And this is a quote. This is a quote from one of his letters. Oh, my God. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you all found all of the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement? Or are they too afraid to go down there alone? One letter read, according to the cut. I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Oh. Oh my god, this is just some weirdo. Yeah. In his house across the street in but, the attic. But look at how beautiful this house is. Is it amazing? Yeah, it's gorgeous. And, like, it's much bigger than this picture shows, but it's, like... Hang on. I'll come to you. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> but, like, look at <gasps> oh, how beautiful. So I don't like yeah. the barn front, but that's just my own taste. Yeah. It's really cute. I like the windows. I like the crisscross windows. Yeah. It's really cute. I, I like I'm in love with that window right there like yes, I love that little the section are really pretty. yeah and I like the chimneys and like it's yeah. just it's so the, beautiful that indicates a lot of fireplaces which yeah. is super cool what the yeah fuck? <laughs> oh <laughs> all right so the family members eventually reached their breaking point and went to live well, with Maria's yeah. parents. They didn't, Carrie, they didn't even get to move into the home. That's so sad. Like, they, they went a few times to, like, they were going to start moving themselves in. And, like, the day that they started moving themselves in, he Wait, sent a letter. it came to their, their home or it, that home? It, it came to, like, that home. Like, on that street. Like, it was put in their mailbox. He didn't even, like, send it from anywhere. He put it he in their mailbox. He put it in the mailbox. Yeah. Which is... A federal crime. Yep. By the way. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like they they were so excited about it. And like they brought their kids there. And like. And he was referring to the kids not only by name. But by their nicknames that the parents gave to them. That is so fucking weird. Yeah. What? Yeah. And I'm just going to. I can't. And he had sent <laughs> to check out. Yeah. Oh my god. He had sent a letter to the previous owners, and the previous owners just threw it away. A letter? Yeah. He sent them one letter. They okay. had lived there twenty three years. He sent them one letter. They threw it away. Okay. And how many did he send these people? Four. 
Before they even moved in. Yeah. Okay, I can't be mad at the previous owners. Yeah. One in 23 years is not four before you move in. Yeah. That's, that is not equal, and that is fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, and, like, they went through so much shit with this house, and we'll, we're oh going to get in, into it right here. Uh, they've eventually reached their breaking point and moved in with Maria's parents. The Broadduses first attempted to sell the home, which they had bought for nearly $1.4 million. Oh, no. But they couldn't find a buyer. Oh, my God. I was a depressed wreck, Derek told the cut. It's well, like yeah. cancer. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night thinking, what would my life be like if this didn't happen? We lost Christmas a couple of times and you don't get that back. Oh, my gosh. And um, Maria told the outlet she would have terrified. What an idiot. Yeah. Not him, but whoever the fuck is sending these letters. What a fucking creep. Yeah, he's the fucking worst. I mean, it clearly sounds like some just bored weirdo who has a weird connection to this house and some kind of delusion like it's his and then has decided to terrorize people for his own kicks and giggles. And you're about to get mad at the neighbors, too. Oh, no. Because, um... They, when they couldn't sell the house, these people decided, all right, we're going to, and I'm going to post a source to BuzzFeed Unsolved, too, because that's where I'm getting some of my information that I'm telling you guys. Um, Okay. I can hear Ryan's voice (laughs) as you tell us. Oh, thanks. (laughs) The neighbors. (laughs) Um, Point had some clues to the watcher. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that exactly. Yes. Um, and Shane is like, dude, uh, come on. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the episode. Yeah, that's the whole episode. You don't even have to go watch it. I already recapped it for you. <laughs> but um, what happened was they, when they couldn't find a buyer, they were like, okay, so if we can't sell it for $1.4 million, we're going to split the house in half. We're going to make it two houses. Like, we're just going to completely tear it down and rebuild it. Make two homes on the property and then rent those out. Just fuck it, we're done. And the they took this idea to the neighborhood program. Like, you know how mm-hmm. some neighborhoods yeah. have. Yeah. An they, HSA or whatever, yeah. Yeah. They took it Homeowners to Homeowners Association. HOA. I'm so sorry. HSA is a healthcare thing. <laughs> <laughs> healthcare savings account. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, homeowners Association. An HOA. Yeah. So they, they took it to them, and the problem was each house was three feet from the the minimum requirement for the home. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. But not even six months later, they approved another home, like, just right around the corner. They approved another home to be, like, built there or whatever that was much smaller than the homes they were trying to build. Like, the their gap was only three feet. This home was, like, 60 feet smaller than it was supposed to be. And they approved it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, so Probably because it was an individual home and not something being renovated or something like that. Yeah. It was... It's just... It was ridiculous. I mean, there's a lot that goes into that. We we need more details yeah. to pass judgment. But that, that does blow. Mm-hmm. Those poor people. Yeah. They're but, just trying to find a solution to the issue. Because yeah. when you own a house, you're like fucking stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you put $1.4 million into it because yeah. no one has that. Yeah. Especially not with three kids in 2017. <sighs> Please tell me they caught this motherfucker. God damn it. That's why it's on BuzzFeed God Unsolved. God damn it. I was um, just hoping. Maybe this was the exception. <laughs> Is this the one that they solved <laughs> on the show? <laughs> That'll probably be their last ever episode. Shane Um, walked in and said, demons! (laughs) Maria told the outlet she would have terrifying nightmares about the Watcher, including one dream involving a man wearing these boots and carrying a pitchfork and calling to the kids. Ew! The letters were delivered to the Broaddus' home through the mail. The letters have been processed. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Apparently, I'm a little drunk. It was through the mail? It was through the mail. Um, He didn't just stick them in the mailbox. No. So, um, the letters have been... Which is even creepier. Yeah. Oh, it's about to get a little creepier. What? The letters letters have been processed at a U.S. Postal Service distribution center in Kearney, located about 20 miles northeast of Westfield. So, either this motherfucker doesn't even live in that place and he's sending them from somewhere else, 
or he lives in that place, is driving 20 miles away, mailing it there, and then driving back. That's absolutely conceivable. So yeah. it's That's not out outlandish at all. Yeah. Especially to someone, like, who doesn't have a Netflix addiction. Yeah. Like, he's got time. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> he's got time. Yeah. Um, the Broadus has contacted the it's homes. It's crazy the shit people can find out about you, too. Oh, yeah. Um, the Broadus has contacted the home's previous owners to see if they, too, had been subjected to the Watcher's torment. Andrea Woods, who had lived at the home with her husband, John, told the Broadus family she once received a letter from a person claiming it was their turn to watch the house, too, according to the cut. But oh, Andrea... what? Yep. Their turn to... Oh, shit. This person is fucking crazy. Yeah. He In his first letter, he said, my grandfather watched this house for years then my father and now it's my turn yeah i'm gonna go throw up in the corner (laughs) (laughs) this Um, is terrifying yeah yeah okay so if what he's saying that okay we don't know that it's a he if what this person is saying is true this is a family of creeps yeah A family of creeps who a family have decided of giant to weirdos. fucking be weirdos together. And what the hell? It's not your fucking house. Yeah, no. If you're that concerned with it, buy it. For real. I, do, I don't get that. What What's the significance? I don't- it, it's not indicating that anyone in their past family owned it. It's indicating that everyone in their family decided to drive by and look at it. Yeah. And make sure it was all fine. Let me- what the fuck? Where do you get off? Ugh. Ugh. Oh, that's so terrifying. And so gross. Let me... Those poor people. That poor woman. Yeah. It was her dream home with their babies. It was supposed to be their future and this weirdo fucking ruined it. Because yeah. he didn't say, hey, dad, you're gross. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, I'm trying to find, like, the letter so that I can read the whole thing. Oh, my God. You're going to read the real letter? I would love to. <gasps> like, I have, I just haven't found them. Um, I know that Ryan reads a lot of them in the episode. Um, okay, well, then we'll refer you to those. Yeah. If we can find them, we'll post them, because that is super cool, but we've got to keep going. Yeah, we I'm do. going to fall asleep, yeah. so. Uh, so, all right, so, but Andrea said it was the only such letter she received in 23 years, and she ended up just throwing it away. The increasingly desperate Broadus family then called in several experts, including a former FBI agent, to crack the case, but that investigation has stalled and only succeeded in ruling a few suspects out. Oh my god, that's so crazy and awful. Some neighbors have even accused the family of making this mystery up. Why? Why would they? What do they stand to gain? Uh, Nothing. It's not the Amityville house. No. And uh, there's a quote, there's a natural tendency to say, I've lived here for 35 years, nothing's happened to me, Derek Brada said. Yes, it's just like when people say my grandfather smoked for 95 years and lived to be 102. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. (laughs) I've lived here for five minutes and gotten four fucking letters from a weirdo. Yeah. I smoked for five minutes and now I have lung cancer. I mean, fucking... (laughs) If you've been to the moon, they've been twice. Yep. Right? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Derek I'm brought- sitting in a puddle. <laughs> um, I'm qu- scared. <laughs> I hate it. Quote again, what happened to my family is an affront to their contention that they're safe, that there's no such thing as mental illness in their community. People don't want to believe this could happen in Westfield. Yeah. The Broadus family no longer lives at the home and instead is renting it out. Derek Broadus told the cut that he and his wife try to avoid the house unless they absolutely have to and noted the family is losing money as the rent paid doesn't cover the property's mortgage. Oh my God, that's so awful. Mm. Oh, and listen. One day after the new tenants moved in, Derek went to the house to try and chase away some squirrels who'd, woke, who'd taken up residence in the roof. But when he got there, one of the renters handed him a letter addressed to the vile and spiteful Derek and his wench of a wife, Maria. <gasps> Quote, you wonder who the watcher is. 
turn around, idiots, the letter said. Maybe you even spoke to me, one of the so-called neighbors who has no idea who the watcher could be. Or maybe you do know and are too scared to tell anyone. Good move. Derek brought us brought up the letter to police, but investigators came up empty this again. This would make an amazing Netflix series. Mm-hmm. The inspir just not the actual I think they're turning story, it- but the inspiration of it. Mm-hmm. I think they're turning an, it into a movie. Incre- it's it reminds me of this movie that we have that you should also watch, um, called Hot Fuzz. Okay. Um, it's a British movie. It's by the same two guys who made Shaun of the Dead and Paul and all of those. Uh, okay. It's Shaun. Fuck, what's his name? Fuck! Uh, Nick Frost and Sean... Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Okay. Um, And it's about this little tiny village in England and the Homeowners Association and how they're getting rid of the hoodlums and the whatever. And so, like... They they they're they're uh, cops trying to stake out the murder rate and shit in this area, Ooh. and they they stumble upon the homeowners association. They're all wearing like black cloaks, and they're like one of us, one of us. Oh my god! Yeah, it's so good. So they're like murdering people to like keep it pure and like keep the best lawn award. And oh my god! Like the, oh, it's so good. That it's does so sound good. good. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> ah! Uh, it reminds me of that. Yeah. So it sounds like some dude who's like lives across the street with a telescope. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. And he's like, oh, I don't know. That's so sad. Yeah. What a fucking dick. Yep. So that letter means the police should inter- should look at all the fucking neighbors. Yeah. That's what it means. Look at everyone in that goddamn area. How do you area? fucking send a letter without a return address? Either. You drop it into a box with with a stamp. You put you make sure that you put the correct amount on it that it needs to be sent. And it doesn't have a return address? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You can still do it. I know people Such that have done it. Bullshit. Actually my I've never sent a letter without a return address. Um actually, um my family is so fucking crazy. The we've already discussed that a little bit, but um my I remember one time I took this trip with my grandmother and my aunt and my mom and we had to go out to my grandmother's father's home that had been completely destroyed by our cousins. Oh my god. And they um not long after that they had wanted to make sure that something got to my grandmother. So not only did they put her name and then her address in the to section, but they put it in the from section as well. Mm-hmm. So they made sure that it got to us and that it couldn't go back to sender. Hmm. And it was just, it was something fucking weird. But like, I mean, I was like eight. I don't remember too yeah, much. Yeah, you don't remember the details. Yeah. But that's yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And, and I mean, like, that it can sucks. be done without that a return po- address or that, like. That poor family. Yeah. Why were they targeted? That just doesn't make any sense. Because they moved into that house. Well, and but unfortunately, the other family wasn't targeted. It doesn't yeah. sound like. They got one letter in 20, 23 years. So what What gives? It's probably because they had children. And their oh. children were really young. And he, oh. like, he's he was really weird about, like, fixating on the children. And, like, he knew their nicknames That's that the parents so had creepy. for them. Yeah. That's so creepy. Ugh! Oh mm-hmm. my god! I hope it gets solved. Yeah. Um. Is there like a hotline or anything if people have information about that? Not that I saw. Um. Let well, me. Let's, um. We'll. You know what? That's fine. Okay. That's fine. You guys can Google that. Um. I'm yeah. sure if anyone lives in that area and knows something, there's a hotline you can find. Mm-hmm. Um. Just by googling this situation. What did you Google to find that? Uh, the Watcher. The Watcher, where, where the is Watcher it? True Story in New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So if anyone knows anything, definitely call the hotline. I'm sure they've got one set up. Yeah. Because this is crazy and super high profile. And this poor family, we want these the, these people to be able to live in the house that they've bought, purchased because yeah. they, they get to. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just because this fucking weirdo has decided that they can't live there. It's, it, they don't get, that person doesn't get power over their lives. Yeah, so, no. Uh, we want that 
to end. And so if you have any information, definitely give the uh, the cops the old tip off. Yep. That was terrifying and I hate it. Continue. Yep. <laughs> I love uh, it, but I hate it. <laughs> that was awful. Those poor people. I know. That actually took a little bit longer than I thought it was going to. So That's I'm okay. just going to save the other. Oh, okay. That's fine. Okay. So, Please. yeah. We've got a lot to catch up on later. So, yeah. all right. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm ready. You ready for a ghost story? Yes. Are you ready for several ghost stories? Yes. All right. So we're keeping it spooky because it's spooky Halloween time. Yes. It's Halloween. Uh, and I thought that I would go super historical. Yeah. Because that's what I knew. And I figured I'd, I'd keep it political. Okay. So guess what's being haunted today? What? Guess. That's what I said. What's political and haunted? The most political place of residence. The White House? Yes! Oh my god, yay! (laughs) Yay! Yay, I'm so excited! Okay, so this is from history.com. Okay. So it's real. Yeah! (laughs) Get it right. And it was, um, get it tight. This was updated, um, it was originally written October 29th, 2009, but it's been updated October 12th, uh, not October 12th, August 12th, 2019. Nice! This is super current. Yeah. All right, are you ready? Yes. Okay, so this is an article. I am now going to begin reading. Okay. <laughs> this is an article. That's an article. It's an article that I did not write, <laughs> and it is from history.com, and I'm going to begin reading it now. Yay! So, while I take a swig of my delicious coffee. My delicious. <laughs> Mine is gone. <laughs> God, that story was good. Good job. Thank you. Oh, that was terrifying. I'm so glad oh, that you I'm enjoyed so upset. it. Oh, I'm so upset, but also it was so good. Thanks. Oh, that's fucked up. Okay. I had a lot of fun with it. Oh, shit. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. The most famous address in America. 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I wonder why they chose 1600. It's because it's of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being silly. Okay. Uh, So is also perhaps the country's most famous haunted house. Ooh. I would love to go on a ghost tour of the White House. Oh, my God. Girl, I would lose my shit. I know. I've never been to D.C. D.C. is beautiful and amazing, and we should go together. I've walked that whole town three times. Yeah, we should go together. Yeah. Let's put that on the vision board. Okay. Okay. Make a list. Okay. Keep the list. <laughs> You're the list, the keeper of lists. Okay. Make a list. Now. Make a list. <laughs> Make a list right now. Okay. Do it. Do it. Do it right now. Okay. Uh, presidents, first ladies, White House staff members. Oh, sorry. White House staff members <laughs> and guests. Have reported feeling ghostly presences, hearing unexplained noises, and even running into actual apparitions. Oh, I would fucking lose my mind. (laughs) Even on the way out of the bathtub in one particularly famous case. I'd be so goddamn mad, though. I'd be like, could you not wait? I am naked, sir. (laughs) Sir, I'm naked. <laughs> because, of course, it's a sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready? Yes. Oh, my God. The ghosts of Abigail Adams and David Burns. Ooh. Abigail Adams and her husband, John, the second president of the United States, 1797 to 1801, moved to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue from the former U.S. Capitol in Philadelphia. Hmm. At the time... I want to go to Philadelphia. I've never been there either. Let's just go explore. Yeah. I want to go to Salem. Um, Me too. Oh, my God. But we can- wish I had money. We you cannot can- go in October, though, because they jack the prices way up. Well, that's fair. I don't want to go in October. Yeah. We should go in September or something. Yes. Yeah. Or November. Maybe early November. Yes. When the veil is still thin. Yes. Yes. I'm going to have to edit this, and I'm really mad about it. Okay. <laughs> um, at the time, uh, Washington, D.C. was still just a town built mostly on swampy land on the banks of the Potomac River. Ooh. It's still a swamp, but yes. it's been drained. 
It's um, been, no, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> because the East Room of the new White House was the warmest and driest. Abigail used it to hang the wash. Yes. Fair enough. Her ghost, clad in a cap and lace shawl, has be- has reportedly been seen heading towards the East Room, arms outstretched as if carrying laundry. Oh, wow. <gasps> That's creepy. A lesser known early White House personality who has been said to haunt its halls was David Burns, Mm -hmm. who sold the government most of the land on which the city of Washington, including the presidential residence, was built. Uh, Forcibly taken from. Yep. Oh, God. Did you did you hear that cough? It was so weird. It was so weird. (laughs) We both have a case of the bullshit. I mean, let me just take a sip of my coffee real fast. (laughs) bullshit oh sorry that didn't that didn't clear it up it at all it didn't help it, it was didn't just such <coughs> bullshit i don't know so need let's water uh let's talk about lillian so lillian i love that name lillian roger I parks i totally would call her Raj. that would be <laughs> so cool i love boy names on girls weirdly enough <laughs> I'm sure that's not surprising to anyone. I want to name one of my daughters Lily Karen. I want to name one of my daughters George, but it's fine. <laughs> um, Lillian, <laughs> Lillian Rogers Parks, a seamstress who chronicled her 30-year career working at the White House in ne- a 1961 memoir, told the story of a valet to President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Love him. <laughs> who reportedly heard a disembodied voice Ooh. coming from a distance in the yellow oval room saying i'm mr burns a little on the nose but you know yeah (laughs) i mean that's they don't usually identify themselves that way but whatever frank whatever frank yeah. Uh, during Harry S. Truman's administration, a guard heard a similar voice, thinking it was then Secretary of State James Burns. <laughs> 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 Could you? He went looking for him, only to learn that the secretary hadn't been at the White House that day. Oh my god! Which I find hilarious. Oh, Mr. Secretary. Uh, uh oh. <laughs> I may have heard the spirit of a man. Of a dead man. But could you imagine if you were so dramatic that you went around going, I Mr. Burns. I know, right? And your security guard was like, God damn it, this shit again. Where's he at? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Are you ready for more? Yeah. I'm ready for more. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Spooky. All right. Andrew Jackson and Harry Truman's ghosts. Ooh. Plural. Ghosts. 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 Yes. Oh, that I feel was like ASMR. Andrew Jackson. <laughs> so that oh, was I ASMR. Audacity loved it. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I feel like Andrew Jackson was a problematic person, but I mm-hmm. can't remember why. So, but he whatever. Sure was. He was a Confederate soldier, wasn't he? That's right. Okay. There's a dollop about him. Mom wanted to get Josh some whiskey quoted, uh, some engraved whiskey tumblers and uh, or an engraved whiskey tumbler, and she sent me several of the quotes that were available, and I picked Mark Twain because <laughs> mm-hmm. one of them was Andrew Jackson, and I was like, oh, I feel like he was a problematic person. I think Andrew Jackson was actually Revolutionary War. You keep you keep talking. Eighteen twenty four. That's Civil War. Okay. Okay. So that's Confederate. Yeah, Confederate. Old Hickory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In 1824, Andrew Old Hickory Jackson was defeated by John Quincy Adams in one of the most contentious presidential elections in history. Mm. Elected president four years later, this the surly Jackson continued to hold grudges against those who had supported his opponent. Mm-hmm. Like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> In the early, I don't, I hate to genderize it, but you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. He is a pussy. In the early 
1860s, First Lady Mary Todd Lincoln, who believed strongly in the occult and reportedly held seances in the White House to commune with the spirits of her dead sons, mm. told friends, we've talked about her before, she was an interesting woman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> told friends she heard Jackson stomping and swearing through the halls of the presidential residence. Oh my god. <laughs> my favorite ghost of all time. <laughs> Just <Me>. stomping. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Goddamn motherfuckers! How dare they not vote for me? <laughs> you sons of a bitch! <laughs> Uh, the Rose Room, Jackson's bedchamber while he was president, is believed to be some of the most haunted, one of the most haunted rooms in the White House. Oh, right. He, he wasn't Civil War. He was the, he owned slaves, but the problem with him was that he um, started the Indian Removal Act and oh, did the Trail of Tears. Right. He was a, a, a piece of shit for another racist reason. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So Jackson's ghostly... <laughs> God damn it. Fucking white people. I just wanted to... I, something to about that didn't sound right. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. It was same time, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Post-Civil War. Then. Uh, right? Before. Pre. Pre? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I don't know history. He was like in the 1830s. 18, it said 18, 20. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, that's correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, good job. Uh, Jackson's ghostly presence also showed up in the White House correspondence of Harry Truman, mm. America's 33rd president. In June 1945, just two months into his first term, oh my God. Truman wrote his wife Bess of the spooky quality of his new residence. Quote, <laughs> Why wasn't she living with him, I quote, wonder? She's probably traveling or something. Oh. She's probably visiting family. We don't know. Um, quote, I sit here in this old house and work on foreign affairs, read reports, and work on speeches. All the while listening to the ghosts walk up and down the hallway. And even right here in the study, <laughs> the floors pop and the drapes move back and forth. I can just imagine old Andy and Teddy having an argument over Franklin. So goddamn dramatic. Isn't it fun, though? Yeah. Because, yes! Yeah. Of course! That's uh -huh. what's so cool about the old castles in England and in Europe and places. Yeah. Like, you go there and you feel all the energy of all these old kings and queens and all the people who have walked those halls. Yeah. And this is our most historic building. Theirs dates back to, like, the fucking ten hundreds. Ours doesn't go that far. But no, it's still because, really cool well, that we've no, got houses that are haunted. The native people that are here did not believe in personal property or settling down. Everyone yeah, no. was nomadic here. Mostly mm -hmm. people were nomadic here. Yeah. Uh, out west, I think they were more permanent. But um, it, it wasn't until white people settled here, Europeans settled mm -hmm. here, that property was enacted and so 17 1600 is, is is as far back as we go and it's becoming we're getting finally to that point where it's been hundreds hundreds of years. plural of years yeah and it that energy is starting to ripen yeah and i think that's really cool that it is i would love to go to the white house and like on a ghost tour like this and feel this energy yes because i'm telling you the energy of the tower of london is something to behold mm -hmm. i would love to go to the tower of That's london thousands of oh years. i just got a chill um it is th it is unreal I just, I'm getting chills in like a flashback. It's so you walk those spiral staircases and you're just like, oh my god, so many people have been here, and you, it feels like you're like, just like echoing through space and time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're just like, oh my god, uh, you can feel it. You can feel it. I can feel it. It's, can feel it. <laughs> it's, it's so fascinating, especially to me if you that, go in the prison. Yeah. It's so fascinating to me that human souls are just so impactful and mm -hmm. so strong that in places like 
this, you can feel them thousands of years later. Especially in places where the greatest impacts were made yes. on our society and the places where greatest tragedies were enacted. So that's mm -hmm. why, I mean, of course, you go to people's, you, you can go in through people's homes. That's why they tear down serial killers' houses. John Mangese's house does not exist anymore. They tore it yeah. the fuck down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, because... The, and, ugh, um... Ugh. What's his face? The... List. Um... The family annihilator guy with the uh, weird Tiffany window. They tore his down, too. They also did that guy who was killing gay men. Uh... Bowmeister? The guy with the mannequins? We've talked about him Not on the him. podcast. Seven, it was episode 17. Dahmer? He was a, Dahmer, yes. Oh, I don't know why I lost his name. Shit. They, <laughs> that's like a big name. I know. <laughs> I know. That's, that's trauma brain for you. That oh, I fair. forget everything. That's fair. Um, but I like, forget everything too and I don't have trauma <laughs> brain. <laughs> I'm just scattered. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be able to remember shit, and now I just can't. Dude, me too. We're just old. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's keep going. Yeah. Would you like some more? Yes, I would. Oh my goodness. Okay, it I'm gonna give you. Today. I'm gonna give you some more. Okay. The ghost of Abraham Lincoln. He's my fucking favorite. Ah, oh, the <laughs> All right. By far, the most frequently reported sighting in the White House over the years has been the ghost, or at least the presence, of the celebrated 16th president, Abraham Lincoln. Good ol' Abe. Whose life was cut tragically short by an assassin's bullet in April 1865. And I'll also say that I feel like he has hung back, and I believe this more as a sentient being as opposed to an echo, which I feel like a lot of the others are. The mm -hmm. others feel like residual energy, which is different. It's not necessarily a ghost. That's just residual repeated behavior. Mm -hmm. um, Lincoln seems to be more sentient. Yeah. And I feel like if you guys listened to our second episode about... Well, that was the second one, right? Mm -hmm. Second or third? About verbal abuse. Uh, no, it was third. the third episode. Third. Yeah, we uh, Kay, Kay covered Lincoln and... I would bet money that he is an actual sentient spirit because of the trauma he experienced and because his business was unfinished. His yes. term was cut short. His life was cut short. He suffered so much in his life previous to that oh as well God, as far yes. as mental illness and as far as his weirdo of a wife and like... <laughs> Um, and, and how abusive she was towards him and everything. And I just, I feel like that would catch someone. Yeah. And make them either afraid to move on and make them feel like they need to be there to influence those who come after. Because he was such a good soul. Exactly. And I, I just want to add real quick. Carrie has brought up an interesting um, point of view about um, sentient versus echoes. Mm -hmm. And if you all want to donate on Patreon, we will probably end up doing full episodes about topics like that. Uh, for we Just for Patreon. We do on our Patreon. Yeah. yeah and so. if you want to... Give us a dollar. We'll, we'll definitely do an episode about that because I find that really fascinating and it's important, especially if you live someplace that you feel is haunted. Mm -hmm. It's important to look and see if it's the same pattern over and over. If it is, then it's definitely residual and it's not anything that is there to hurt you or anything like that. It's just residual energy. It's just yeah. like Josh has lived in a house where the guy used to do his laundry at 2 a.m. Uh well, his mom lived in that house, and he would mm -hmm. go and stay, and he, the guy who lived there before used to do his laundry at 2 a.m. every mm -hmm. night, and you could hear him pacing <gasps> at 2 a.m. Oh. From his bedroom to the laundry room. Ooh. It's just residual. It's just habit. It's routine. It's 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 energy that's been put into a location. That still just made my butt cheeks I clench. Know, right? <laughs> it's terrifying. You could hear him pacing at 2 a.m. Oh. Uh, there was more to it than that, though, because she came home and the cabinet doors were all open one time, and that's Ooh, more. No, but nope. you just hear somebody walking at 2 a.m. who you know used to do laundry, you're good. He doesn't, he's just doing his laundry, and he's not there. That's just the, the amount of energy he put into that routine, you know? But again, <laughs> doing all laundry in the afterlife. Yeah, I know, right? Could you imagine? No, I'd that's be so not how pissed. It works. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll do a whole Patreon episode on that. It'll yeah. be super fun. And we'll mm -hmm. talk about that because I love 
that. That's a new yeah. discovery that I've recently, recently in the last like five years become aware of, which yeah. I think is an, an important distinction. Yeah. And super fun to talk about. So, mm-hmm. okay. So good old Abe. So Grace Coolidge, the wife of President Calvin Coolidge, 1923 to 1929, that was his term, uh, was the first person to say she actually had seen Lincoln's ghost. That's so cool. According to her, the lanky former president was standing looking out a window of the Oval Office across the Potomac to the formal, former, I can't speak anymore across the potomac to the former civil war battlefields beyond Hmm. lady bird johnson wife of president lyndon johnson lbj (laughs) the guy who came after nixon was impeached yeah yeah Mm -hmm. 1963 to 1969 reportedly felt lincoln's presence one night while watching a television program about his death oh shit I I would just turn it off. No, <laughs> be like, he's I'm sorry, not aggressive, I wasn't. Though he's not aggressive. <laughs> I would just feel bad. I'm like, the I thing, totally wasn't enjoying this episode well, that's about you your death. You just say, hey, bro, like, it's cool. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. I mean, Lincoln. That's the thing about Lincoln, though. We know him from life to not be an aggressive man. Mm-hmm. He means no ill will towards anyone. He just wants equality and everyone to get along. Yeah. And he's not getting that. <laughs> I hope he's haunting the fuck out of Trump. Mm-hmm. And Trump would, is, Trump's too stupid to pick it up, though. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he would have I'm to, so sorry. That cough is back. He would have to stand in front of him, smack him in the face, and tell him With he's his a dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you is a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> Get your shit together. And he'd be like, oh, what? This is unbelievable. This is the most unbelievable thing you've ever seen. He would tweet about it. It's not even believable. It didn't even happen. It's so unbelievable. I I, I believe it didn't even happen. It's not believable. I don't believe it. He'd tweet about it and then hashtag it impeach the prez. For real. He's an idiot. Okay. He got so mad the other day. No, no. We're not tainting Lincoln with Trump. All right. Ready? Yeah. No, no. No, no. Most notably, sightings of Lincoln's ghost were frequently reported during the long administration of FDR, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Oh, well, he was probably trying to help guide him. Uh, yeah. And he probably did help. Yeah. Um, my God. Okay. Sidebar real fast. If you guys haven't seen Darkest Hour, go fucking watch it. Yes. About Winston Churchill with Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. It is incredible. FDR is in it for like five seconds, but still it's an important part of our history mm-hmm. and it's important that we all see all sides of the wars that we have all been a part of yes. and not just our own side. It is so, so good. You may have to watch it with subtitles though because those British accents are thick. Stop so, interrupting me while I am interrupting you. Yeah, for real. It's, <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. Ah, up your bum. All right. So, uh. Who uh, So FDR, who also presided over his country during a time of great upheaval. So this mm-hmm. is also a time of great controversy. So, of course, you know, the theory is that Abe was trying, like we said, trying to guide him in yeah. this time of, of dire need of, in our world, not just our country. This had become civil war of our world. Yes. Our entire, we've been divided on a global level now. And the war to end all wars is yeah. what World War One was called. Well, this is World War Two. Oh well, I'm I'm sorry. I'm though. No, it's fine. I'm just that was the Great War. This was the world, world to end our war. War, war yeah. to end our all wars was yeah. World War Two. You're correct. You just had it mixed. It's fine. Yeah. First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt, God bless, mm-hmm. used Link the Lincoln bedroom as her study, and Aww. said she would feel his presence when she worked there late at night. I used to feel my mom's mom's presence um, in the study at their old house because she pulled out her wedding dress and left it there all spread out on the bed to like air out before she got it like packed away. Mm -hmm. And at one point I felt like I was in there doing homework really late at night and I felt like someone was in there with me. It didn't feel scared, but I felt like someone was sitting on the couch watching me. 
Now that I know what I know about my great-grandmother, I feel her presence whenever I'm doing anything relating to my spirituality. Yeah. Or cooking, even. I just, I was working really hard on something I was really passionate about, and I felt her, I felt, I wasn't scared, is the thing, which is weird, because I'm a chicken. So, like, any (laughs) presence like that, I remember looking behind me, but not feeling scared, just feeling eyes, and feeling critique, which makes sense, (laughs) and... Just something else. Not necessarily love. What the fuck? I I just, I had to breathe for a minute. It, you felt it too, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, don't do, oh fuck. Okay, it's fine. Let's not. And I'm going to continue my story. It, it It's good. It's okay. I know. This room just filled with something. Uh-huh. It, it's okay. Yeah. It, uh. Okay, during her visit to the White House, Queen Wilhelmina of the Netherlands. I have a friend named Wilhelmina. What? Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. She's Um, amazing. uh, Heard a knock on her bedroom door in the night. When she answered it... mm, Okay, so Queen Wilhelmina, she heard a knock on her bedroom door in the night. When she answered it, she reportedly saw Lincoln's ghost wearing his top hat. And fainted. <laughs> Dead away. <laughs> Me. <laughs> British Prime Minister Winston Churchill, who visited the White House more than once during World War II. Is told- he the one that got walked in on when he was naked? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Yes. He's the one Darkest Hour is about, and yeah. he's hilarious and wonderful. <laughs> uh who visited the White House more than once during World War One? told a story of emerging naked from his evening bath, smoking his customary cigar, customary, customary, <laughs> only to find a ghostly Lincoln sitting by the fireplace in his room. <laughs> I'd be like, do you have to turn around? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, sir. I'm trying to do my best Churchill impression. This this is occupied. <laughs> Occupado. Occupado. <laughs> when Lillian Rogers Parks, the seamstress, once investigated the sound of someone pacing an upper level of the White House, another staff member told her the room in question had been unoccupied. Someone was pacing. Oh, oh. <sighs> and that the pacing bothers me more than anything that it was old abe pacing the floor that i don't think is true but it's fine uh because uh he's appeared to so many other people and done so many other things that appear to be sentient that Mm -hmm. pacing is very residual and so i've heard a lot that he's been seen pacing and i could see that even if it if that normally seems like a residual thing but like if if it's a time of unrest like there's been a lot in the past hundred years i could see him pacing psychics have speculated that lincoln's spirit remains in the white house to be on hand in times of crisis Mm -hmm. as well as to complete the difficult work that his untimely death left unfinished and that is my segment so this has been interesting. Yeah, this <laughs> wow. And incredible and wonderful. And we love you guys and we definitely want you to remember during this spooky spooky time of year that <laughs> you are not a monster. Bye, Bye guys. guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Nebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time. <laughs>